welcome to the Mindful Living Podcast. I'm your host, Athea Davis. Are you ready to become the person everyone loves, including yourself? Imagine being filled with purpose, joy, and focused energy every single day. I guide kids to gain their inner calm and adults to spark their inner child. Each week, I will give you fun, practical, and relatable, mindfully infused inspiration, insights, and information that you can directly apply in your life, family, and school or business. So, let's get started. Happy day, friends, and welcome to Episode 8 of Mindful Living, the podcast. Well, here we are, and today we're talking about teaching through behavior. I know if you are a parent, or if you're an educator, or you're around kids, you know that we love to tell our kids all kinds of things. We like to give them lessons and teachable moments and we try to inspire them to do all the things. And we can keep saying and saying and talking and talking. And sometimes, friends, all the things we say just aren't sticking. They're just not connecting to what we're saying. And here's... Why? Because we learn so much through watching others. We learn through the behavior of others. Now, I'm not saying that it's not important to communicate or that it's not important to talk. All those things are perfect. And we want to do those things. But here sometimes is where we get stuck because we think that our kids, okay, so when I say our kids, I mean our kids that are either ours that are at home, part of our family, or our kids as our students or just kids that are in our extended family or friends that we know, that when we really want to impart information and knowledge, that it really matters how we show up, not just in words. The words are very important and very powerful, so don't get me wrong here. I'm not saying that words are not important because words are super powerful. But today's focus on the podcast is all about the power of our behavior. Now, remember, behavior is how we express thoughts or emotions. Behavior is just simply how we express thoughts or emotions. And sometimes, here's the tricky part. It's the behavior that we're doing automatically on an unconscious level that can have an adverse impact to the kids in our lives. And frankly, this can 
apply to all of our relationships. So, you know, our kids are really watching what we're doing more than listening to what we're saying. Now, I know, I know we like to think that they're listening to us 100%, you know, and yeah, that's probably not happening. Those of you that have been with kids long enough, you know that's probably not happening. But they're watching your behavior like a hawk, whether you think they are or not. So I wanted to bring you guys some practical tips on ways to teach through behavior. So this isn't an end-all, be-all list, but there are five ways I'm going to share with you that you can teach through your behavior, okay? And again, this is Mindful Living with Athea Davis. So part of what we do here on the, on the podcast is we're looking at all the different ways that we practice mindfulness, that we live mindfulness. There are just so many ways, friends. And if you've listened to the past episodes, I'm trusting that you're connecting to some of the ways that mindful living looks because it looks differently for each person, even though there are some fundamental pillars. And while we're not going to get into one of those fundamental pillars, which is awareness. Oh my goodness, I'm going to have an episode coming up soon. I've got some interviews lined up, but due to spring break, kind of got the schedule a little funky monkey and I'm going to have them after spring break. So here in Houston, Texas, we have spring break next week for a lot of the schools. And that can mess things up, especially if those that you're interviewing are working in the school and they're going out of town and having fun on spring break. So I have some fun interviews coming up. So just stay tuned. But for this episode, I wanted to give you guys some five practical ways to teach through behavior. Okay, so number one is eye contact. So it really matters the way that you look at people and you can, you can probably conjure up an image in your mind of someone that's given you the stare down. They haven't said anything, but you can tell by the way they're looking at you, they might be a little hotty dotty. They might be upset. So... When I say eye contact, I'm talking about a soft, gentle gaze, and I'm actually talking about eye contact. Actually looking at people when we're talking and imparting that information to your kids. You can say that to your kids, but if you're not doing it, they're probably not going to do it either. And eye contact produces oxytocin. That's the hormone that when we feel connected to someone, you can even look at, some of you may know oxytocin just through 
the science of touch, when you touch someone gently on the hand or give someone a hug, it produces oxytocin. It's that feel good, I feel really connected to this person hormone. Well, that hormone is also produced with eye contact, with a soft gaze. And eye contact is so important to connecting with our kids in our relationship. So this is one way that you can teach through behavior. Because what are we really trying to do with our kids, with our students? We want them to be amazing human beings in the world, right? And they all have, just like you do, as you're listening and you're amazing too, and have this awesome soft sparkle and joy to bring to the world, and so do your kids. And it's not going to happen with those death-like stares, okay? And I get it. It's not about perfection, okay? So it is a process. So eye contact, softly gazing, take it on for a day and make it your project, your thing that you are going to work on, that you're actually being intentional about looking people in the eyes when you talk to them. All right, here's number two, how you treat others, including strangers. Oh, this is a big one. This is really big because if you have a nice relationship with some students but not others or a nice relationship with your kids and your family at home, but you go to a restaurant or somewhere and you meet a waiter or somebody that works at a local business and you adopt a different kind of tone, you adopt a different kind of way to connect, which is probably not connecting, your kids are watching. They're learning how to engage in social behavior with others by the way you engage in social behavior with others. And they're learning what's okay and what's not okay. So it's how you treat others, including strangers. There was a story that my older son told me. My older son's 13. And I don't know where he heard this from. He's a big YouTuber. He doesn't produce YouTube videos, but he loves to watch them. So maybe it came from YouTube. So I don't know, but here's a story. So there was a minister that was hired to come be the new minister at this church. And before the minister went in to this new church to meet all the people that attended the church, he stood outside and dressed as a homeless person and he wanted to see how the members of the church would relate to the homeless person that was standing right outside of the church and then you know a member comes by and he's ignored and then the next few members come to the Sunday service and the homeless person is in need of some money or food and they're ignored. 
and ultimately it gets really close to the service and all the members completely ignored the homeless man. And you can imagine as the minister, I mean, he was really heartbroken. He was disappointed that the members of the church and part of their value system was uplifting all of our human brothers and sisters ignored one of their fellow human brothers that needed help. Whether it was the form of eye contact and an acknowledgement, that's one form of help. Or, hey, I don't have any money or change today, but you know what? I can give you some lemonade or some water or whatever it is. Nobody did any of that. And so then he went into the church and he took off the, um, the outfit that he had on and he put his robe on and he declared that that was going to stop. That kind of behavior, remember that expression of thought and emotion and and how we behave, how we act, would stop today with him coming into the church as the new minister. So friends, I share that story with you because you can have all the accolades in the world. You can attend the finest seminars, but until we're actually behaving and doing some of those things, you know, you have to ask, like, what impact are we having? And what do you stand for? And what are our kids learning from that process? So it really matters how we treat others, including strangers. Our kids are intently looking. They learn how to talk to other people and their friends through the way that we relate to others. And they do that more so than us just saying, hey, be kind. They have to experience kindness and they experience kindness through our kindness through others. Okay, number three, and I brought this one up because I think it's really important in our world today with all the amazing technology that we have. And on the other side of having this amazing technology is that we can be, what's the word? We can have not the best relationship with our technology sometimes. We really use it as a constant consuming device and it can be really disconnecting. So here's number three is it's our relationship with our phone. Okay. So your relationship with your phone Meaning, have you ever tried to talk to someone and not only are they not looking at you, but they're looking down at their phone and they're shaking their head or they're saying, "Uh uh-huh, like they are listening, but they're really not. So it immediately creates a sense of disconnection, a sense of you're not respecting me. So I brought this one to you guys for you to investigate on your own to be intentional with your phone, you know, to use it in a way that is productive and positive and connecting. And then when you need to communicate with someone, put it away, you know, and just if someone wants to talk to you and you're in the middle of texting or checking an email, just say, hey, 
I really, really want to hear what you have to say. Give me just a moment. Let me finish this up so I can really connect to you. See, that just takes a few seconds. And then when our kids see us do that, they have a higher probability of really adopting that behavior because they see it modeled instead of just us saying it instead of spoken. All right, guys. And then number four is your tone. This is a, this is one that my older son will often catch me on when I'm working in kind of in the creative zone. And if I get interrupted out of my creative zone, I get grumpy because I was in the midst of something and I really wanted to finish it. And, and I'm saying with my words, kind things to him, to my older son, if something came up, but my tone may be just out of whack. And he'll say, mom, you know, what's going on? And, you know, I could be short. Oh, nothing. It's fine. You've heard that one before, right? And we've probably used that one. Oh, it's all fine. It's all good. And then you notice that, you know what? They're not really connecting to what you're saying. Because, guys, your tone speaks more than your words. It matters how you're expressing yourself. Okay. And the last one is what you do on your downtime. So you, you know what? Your kids, your students, they're watching. They're wa- they want to know what you're doing when you're not up there teaching, when you're not you know, being mom, when you're not being dad. How are you spending your free time? Are you sitting in front of the TV all the time? Nothing wrong with watching a movie, catching a show at all. But just monitoring, what are you doing with your free time? Are you eating all the junk food and then asking your kids to eat healthy? Yeah. I mean, so, you know, we want to make sure whatever we're asking and requesting of our students, of our kids, that we're modeling some of that as well. So check in what you're doing on your downtime. What is it that you want your students, your kids to cultivate? And are you doing that very thing on your own downtime? Okay, so let me run through those five ways to teach through behavior, right? Instead of using your words. Okay, so number one was eye contact, using a soft gaze. Number two, how you treat others, including strangers. Number three, your relationship with your phone. Number four, your tone, the, the way in which you say it, right? Not the, not the words, but the, the manner, the way. And then number five, what you do on your downtime. So they're watching you constantly and we teach through behavior and not words. Dr. Wayne Dyer has said that very powerful quote. Guys, you teach through behavior, not words. And people will start to take you seriously when you start to show them exactly what you expect, what you request, 
And so all the things that you're wanting, that respect, the connection, the love, the list can go on, begin to happen when you love and respect yourself and your behavior matches those things. And then people will know, oh, that's how it's supposed to happen. So true for your students and for your kids. Okay, guys, that was teaching through behavior. I know a short episode today, but I will be back with you guys next week. And again, I have some really fun interviews lined up and I can't wait to share them with you. So just stay tuned for some interviews coming your way. And before I leave, I wanted to remind you that, you know, I I have some stuff I'm working on for you friends, but I just have some things going on on the website. I just can't get them up yet, but I'm working on it. And when I have them ready, I'm going to share with you some free resources. I'm excited about you having these. But right now, you may have heard me mention, so I want to remind you, because it is March and May 6th is coming up. So mark on your calendar, May 6th to the 14th, my free Mindful Living Masterclass, Nine to Shine, starts May 6th. Nine days, nine steps to help you de-stress for success in all the areas in your life. And it's all online. You can do it completely at your convenience. And you can register now by going to soulsensyoga, S-O-L-S-E-N-S-E-Y-O-G-A, soulsensyoga.com forward slash nine to shine. Okay, and you spell it out, nine to shine, soulsensyoga.com forward slash nine to shine. And friends, you know I'm all over the place on social media if you've been hanging with me for a while. But if you're new, come hang out with me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Athea Davis and at Yoga. I promise you sparkles and good vibes to get you motivated and moving and grooving into your best self. And guys, you know I'm showing up in all the places, right? So don't forget too to join me for my live broadcast on Fridays at 9 a.m. Central Time on Instagram and Facebook. You can join me at Instagram at Athea Davis and I'll be live on Facebook at Solson Yoga. So you can get additional insights, information, and inspiration to help you become the person everyone loves, including yourself. And I love to share stories, roadblock successes, and answer your questions and get feedback. And as always, friends, I hope you find this podcast valuable. It is my heart's intent and purpose to share with you practical, relatable, and fun ways to add the sparkly flair into your life. You know what? The world really need your joy and sparkle. And by just taking these five ways to teach their behavior on into your day, take one at a time, one a day, take it up as a challenge as a family, try it with your colleagues at school, at work. Guys, this is real stuff. If you want things to really start moving and shifting in your life, 
the small steps, these baby steps, really reap the gold at the end of the rainbow. And I'm going to end on that note, friends. All right, stay tuned, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mindful Living Podcast with me, your host, Athea Davis. Think of me as your extra sparkly, good vibes, and no-nonsense guide, reminding you to take intentional action and choose to be the person today you want to become tomorrow. The world needs your sparkle, your joy, your gifts in action. Speaking of, I have a free gift for all my podcast listeners. Go now and subscribe to my email list and get your free health and wellness guide, Awesome Sauce Insights at soulsenseyoga.com. And take a moment to rate and review my podcast on iTunes or wherever you may find yourself listening to Mindful Living with Athea Davis. I truly appreciate your time and feedback so I can continue to deliver valuable content to each of you. Until next time, have an awesome sauce day, friends.